Good morning. We've just finished our live 6.15 and 7am workout on a Wednesday. That's why I'm holding a pack of cards because I pretend that I can do magic on a Wednesday, which I'm not sure I can. That's why we call it Matt's Not Magic Show. Anyway, wanted to jump on and just talk about motivation that, that comes up. And actually, just in that session that we just did, one of the ladies said it took like the whole session for her to feel motivated, right? Hey, Caroline, it took the whole session for her to feel motivated, which I find fascinating. Hey, Michelle. And it just goes to show that sometimes we beat ourselves up for, for the feeling. So we might... Ah, I may have just paused. I'm back now. Why am I, why am I making another cup of coffee? Hey, Lucy, why am I making another cup of tea before doing the thing? And actually, quite often, the, our thoughts about the thing are the issue rather than the thing itself. Because it's okay to feel like you, you're not motivated. But actually, the more you fight with reality, the more energy we're wasting that could be spent on actually doing the thing, right? Because like this morning, one of the ladies said, it literally took the whole session for her to feel motivated again, but she did it. And I know it's hard when you're in that state to do it, but exercise encourages exercise. A lot of people say, once I get into that routine structure, that's why every week we have a schedule and we say, book your sessions. Because when you book your sessions, you have a schedule. We have a schedule of everything else, right? No one goes... When school, obviously at the moment, homeschooling is a bit difficult, but no one goes, you know, school sometime this week, work sometime this week. And when we don't have schedule or certainty, you look at like the rules at the moment, morning, Julie, you look at the rules at the moment with stuff, people, you know, rightly or wrongly are, you know, saying it's really unclear and stuff. And when we don't have certainty, it can be difficult with that. So just consider that when we have that plan routine, it's going to help with that. So with the exercise, sometimes just starting, is the key thing and start small we spoke on the podcast yesterday with dr adam bibby about this about goal setting and i said literally when we start the process we all we do some kind of goal setting which is really important but just the word goal setting a lot of people have negative connotations around it because they've set so many big big goals in the past and not hit them maybe they were maybe it was the goal that was the problem not them right so quite often if you set a goal that isn't in your control that could be a weight related goal for example it's fine to have that but if all of your outcomes are based on, a, on something you cannot 100% control, there's many reasons why you can't control your weight, then you're kind of likely to set yourself up to fail. When actually, if you focus on the process, the things you can control, and the things you probably know you need to do, I would say everyone who comes on the program pretty much knows what to do. However, they just still don't do it. Maybe it's because of them knowing what to do, or maybe it's knowing how to do it, when to do it, the motivation, a plan, accountability, support, whatever that is. And I'm the same. I have two coaches myself at the moment to help me with my nutrition, with my training, because I just get a bit like that. You know, I could do something else. I could do something. Else. You know, it's just when, when there's that accountability, have you checked in? I'm like, oh, ah. yeah, I've done this. I've not done that. You know, that you have that and that just offers that extra layer of accountability. So, Back to certainty, I want to touch on that. So exercise encourages exercise. Remember that, that's point one. And start small. So even if that's two minutes today, you're going to set yourself a, a time and date. Put it in your diary now while it's on your head, in your mind. Because otherwise it will just go. So say, I will today go for a walk or do two minutes of squats while the kettle's boiling at 8am. Whatever that is for you. Whatever works. Go write that down. Two, so we always like certainty. Yet... We're sometimes not actually structuring our day and planning it to do that. So when you look at comfort eating and food, etc., we 
often just kind of start a day with good intentions, right? Good intentions, but yet something comes off in the day. And, and we did speak about this yesterday in the podcast. Really advise you watch that. I'm just going to touch on it a little bit now. Sometimes we think the event is random, like comfort eating, etc. But actually, a, a course of events have happened in the day. So maybe you're, you didn't sleep well last night, but you're not comfort eating in the morning because your focus, your willpower is a bit higher in the morning, generally anyway. You've got stuff to do. Day comes on, meetings, I know, kids, something happens, phone calls. All of a sudden, your kind of willpower is being drained. You're getting more tired, more stressed. This can turn off the prefrontal cortex in your brain. This is the part of your brain which allows you to make more rational decisions about where you want to be next year. So you might be thinking, yeah, I'm really motivated about, you know, this wedding that's been moved to next year. It's given me more time to fit into this dress. Maybe this is a good thing. This is an example yesterday. I've got a bit more time. I need to do it. Da, 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 da. But in that moment when you're tired and stressed, that doesn't really matter. It's in the future. I'll worry about it then. Impulsively, there's chocolate there, sweets there. We're straight in that. So we can't, there's all these things are going to come up. So point one, my advice with this to, would be to, in the morning, say, I will have this snack. Hey, Karen, or this snack. I will have a chocolate bar at this time if I want to. Permission, give yourself permission to have it. If you don't want it, give yourself permission not to have it. At least you now structure to it. So let's say every time you have a cup of tea, your husband comes in the room and he gives you two biscuits. Obviously, either one, you could say stop giving them to them. But if they keep bringing them in, could cause an argument if they just bring him in anyway. So what you could do is say, I will have those two biscuits at that time. Or you could create a bit of a, a nudge effect to what we talked about. And actually, yesterday, one of the ladies came up with this idea herself, pretty much. She said, every time he brings in a, two biscuits, I'm going to go and gra grab a piece of fruit and make sure the two biscuits are six feet away at least. So she'll put the biscuits on the side. If she wants them, she'll have them. But she'll go and have a piece of fruit with a cup of tea. It's just creating little barriers to stop that loop that we have. And yes, it's hard. This doesn't just stop like that today. But my advice would be to go away, write down, I will exercise for this amount of time, even if it's one minute. Just tick it off. At this time, my snack today will be, or my snacks today will be this and this. At least if you have certainty, rather than go, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat. Hey, Don, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've just eaten a chocolate bar. And it's like, diet over. Whereas actually, I'm going to have a chocolate bar. Then, done. Because also you've got to think about when you're having these foods. So we call them comfort foods. But it, do we call them comfort foods because we only eat them? We only eat comfort foods when we're feeling stressed and tired. So is that why we call them comfort foods? Because no one ever really comfort eats first thing in the morning. We wait for ourselves to be stressed, tired, and we look at it as more of a reward. So to some extent, it could be worth actually changing our relationship with these foods by actually having them earlier in the day. If, if, that, if you have a really negative relationship with that food and just fitting them into your plan, you know what, I've had them, I don't feel so, it's not as rewarding anymore. You've got to do what works for you, but I definitely advise getting some certainty around that. And it kind of stems from having a plan, which we know in every other area of our life is important. We plan holidays, we plan trips, we plan work, we plan family stuff, when we're going to see them. And then we wonder why with food, and exercise when we don't plan it, it doesn't quite work out. So, note down, today I will exercise for, insert minutes, no matter how small, just do it. Then, after you've done that, actually write down a list of the benefits, how you felt after doing that. Remind yourself of them, cut them out, stick them to places. I will snack on this food and this food today, done. Hope that helps. Any questions, let me know. I've posted the 
podcast replay from Dr. Adam Bibby, which discussed this in more detail. Um, yeah, hope that helps. Any questions, let me know and speak soon.